Yo, what's up, you dirty bitches? This is Alternate Take, and I am your host. Welcome back. Uh, dude, today's episode, fucking great, man. Um, you guys have seen on our episode, or I'm sorry, on our podcast, that we've had a variety of guests. We've had uh, famous people. We've had people that aren't famous. We've had people that are alphas. We've had people that are betas. We've had straight gays. We're all over the place, dude. We don't give a fuck. And um, today on the podcast, we had a kid from the neighborhood, which you know we do that all the time, who's also notable. So we did a uh, we we kind of dipped into both fucking bowls there, and it, it's it was really cool, man. Because uh, man, we had so much to talk about, man. It on this podcast, we brought you Mitch Callahan. Mitch Callahan is a uh, former hockey player who just recently retired. Who uh, had a hell of a career, man. He's known for a lot of things. Um, one of them being an enforcer. So he gets to tell you a little bit about that, man, and what it's like to be getting in fights 24-7 and, and professional hockey. So that was cool. But before that, dude, we were we were fucking uh, great friends in the neighborhood, man. He grew up in Whittier like me. And, um, man, we had a lot of memories together, dude. And I and I haven't honestly haven't seen him since, like, eighth grade, which is fucking crazy, man, because we, we really did hang out all the fucking time. And then he got signed when he was like 15, 16 to go to Canada. And then, you know, you know, we never really kept in touch because, uh, you know, he's busy and I'm busy. And then he's trying to score goals and I'm trying to score bitches, you know. So we're all, it just gets busy, you know. But um, bottom line is, man, it was super cool catching up with the guy, man. It's been a long time. And uh, I'm excited for you guys to hear it, man. This is Alternate Take. And I bring to you Mitch Callahan. What's up, Mitch? What's up, Danny? Dude. Glad to be here. Dude, you know how long it's been since I... Hold on, let me turn this shit up a little bit. You know how long it's been since I fucking seen you? <sighs> High school or middle school? Eighth grade. Eighth grade? Eighth Damn, grade, dog. that long, huh? Eighth grade, man. What was that, 2005 then? 2000, no, this was 2007. Oh, shit. 2007, because eighth, eighth grade for me was 2008, and that's when... uh. Oh no, freshman year was 2008. That's when my brother was a senior. So yeah, so fucking 2007, dude. Ah damn, that's been crazy. A while. Huh? It's been a while. Nothing's changed though. Nothing's changed, dog. That's what I'm saying, man. The kids from Whittier fucking stay grinding, dude. I love it, man. So uh, we're gonna get into it, dude. So for those of you guys who don't know, Mitch was a professional hockey player for many years, and now you just recently retired, correct? Yeah, after 10 years, uh, I had to call it quits. Fuck, congratulations, man. 10 Thank years you. is fucking crazy. Thank you. It's a Appreciate long career, it. man. The last time I saw you. Was when I think you left for hockey. I think it was eight. Like I was in eighth grade and you were a freshman, and that's when you bounced, right? I left halfway through my sophomore year. Oh, okay. I was doing independent studies because I was horseshit at high school. Yeah. And then uh, I got a tryout to go play junior hockey in Canada. No shit. So I made the team, and um, luckily for me, uh, they gave me a nice billet family. With a billet family is uh, someone that the team pays for me to live with. No shit. Yeah, that's fucking dope. Yeah, so the team paid for me to live with a family. They're awesome. I still talk to them to this day. Damn. They live on the water on a lake in Kelowna, British Columbia. Wow. Beautiful and and I mean, yeah, that just jump started my career. I played one year junior hockey and I got drafted to Detroit the the following summer. And no shit. So I wanted two years of high school being drafted to the NHL. That's fucking nuts, dude. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Like adopted. So how did they sign up for a program like that? So it's the team emails like uh, families that are interested in, in billeting and families that get qualified get to pick the players. But since I was a new player on the team and it's a new billet, they just gave me them. And I got absolutely blessed being with them. They're amazing people. Um, the billet dad was a professor. 
the mom was a judge and they oh, just fuck. they just took care of me and i mean they let me drive their boat all the time and the only thing i just couldn't park it because <laughs> they were they're afraid i was gonna crash the dock that's fucking hilarious man and how and how'd you even get a tryout from here like growing up in whittier southern california that hockey is like it's i'm assuming it's a, a small supply here it's getting bigger, but um, there's this thing called Cali Camps that was back in the day, and a lot of uh, junior teams were out there um, like scouting kids and players and stuff, and one of my teammates got drafted to that team. He was a couple years younger than me, and so my coach, Jack Bocas at the time, he asked the team if I can get a tryout, and they gave me a tryout, and I ended up making the team. Fuck, man. That's crazy, man. I, I remember because when we were kids – I remember you talking about hockey, like, consistently. But I never, like, really, like, saw you play or anything. I mean, we were fucking... I met you in seventh grade at junior high, Rancho Starbuck. Represent, motherfuckers. And uh, we never did anything fucking sports-related. I just skate. I just skated with you all fucking day. Yeah, I mean, hockey is my whole life, but I love skateboarding. Uh, I just... I mean, like I said, I got lucky that, that they gave me a tryout. And then I remember going to camp, and I, was, I asked my dad. My dad played a little bit of semi-pro. He's from Toronto, Canada. Big Mike. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So I was like, yo, Pop, like, what should I do to stand out? And he goes, grab the biggest guy and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> I'm like, the biggest guy, he just got drafted 10th overall in the NHL. Like, I can't fight him. He goes, the next biggest guy. So I ended up trying to fight him. He's, he just looked at me and laughed, and he ended up being my captain. No shit. <laughs> yeah. So the, the coach just, like, loved the fact that I was trying to do anything to stand out, and then my rookie year in, in juniors in Kelowna in the WHL, I ended up giving 25 fights. 25 fights? Yeah. Did you lead the league? I lost by one. Oh, shit. Yeah, but I was competing against the guy. <laughs> I lost by one. So I remember when you went to the league, and you're, or before that, like, and you are playing professionally, and uh, people were talking about that. Like, do you see me? I'm like, dude, that doesn't surprise me at all. Like, Mitch has been an enforcer before hockey. Like, this is yeah. fucking calm. Do you remember the time? Okay, I'm not going to say names, but... I remember I saw you fight a couple of times, and I saw you I saw you knock some motherfuckers' teeth out too. But hey, you know, he's still my boy, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tight. Yeah, I'm glad. I, I, I go to tubby with him still. Good friends. That means yeah, you guys are friends. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. I remember the time we almost got jumped at St. Bruno's Carnival. I don't know if you remember that. Damn. Do you remember this? Yeah. We had a, okay, so it was me, you, and fucking uh, Jordan Kesson. And we're at the St. Bruno's Carnival, and I don't know why, but someone wanted to fuck you up for some reason. You probably stole someone's bitch or something. I don't remember. But you're in eighth grade, and we're in seventh grade, and it was just us three. And then we got surrounded by like eight dudes, and we had to run an all star pizza, and we had to jump over fences at fuck, what's that middle school? Leffingwell. Oh. What's it called? I don't remember. Leffingwell. I don't know what that school is. Called. It's right next to St. Bruno. I don't know. I think it's called Leffingwell. And we went all the way to all star pizza because that's where your family was at. And we're like, let's just chill there and they'll leave us alone. Dog. I was like, why does Mitch, why does everyone want to fuck up Mitch, dude? <laughs> He's a gangster, man. But I remember you always getting brawls, man. Always. I mean, just sometimes you just have it or you don't. That's yeah. true, dude. And I was short fused sometimes, especially when it comes to, like family stuff. Yeah, dude, for yeah. real, man. Those are good times, man. I remember we saw, I remember we took the bus to fucking Huntington Beach a lot. Go fucking skate down there, check out the babes. Good times, yeah. man. Sniff some ass. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I saw my first pair of titties with you, in the uh, in the mile. It was the mile I ate in Rancho. No shit. We walked the mile together. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Dude, you remember that shit? Oh my god! I'm not gonna say names, no, but I remember no, seeing I titties. Remember, I remember we're in the back corner. <laughs> <laughs> it's like at the end of PE, mm -hmm. and we're like, "You want to do it?" She <laughs> said, "Yes, I want." She showed us her titties. 
Uh, I remember I had like a Woody all day Dude, the rest of the school. It's unfair to show a fucking kid in fucking PE shorts your titties in eighth grade. Dog, I was in seventh grade. Dude. I was like, dude, Mitch got this chick to show her titties. That's crazy, man. Yeah, I had to put my shit up my, my, my waistline. <laughs> yeah, dude, good times, man. That's crazy. That's how far we go back, man. Fucking crazy times. And then, like you said, you left, and I haven't seen you since, man. But uh, what was the, what was your first season like in Kelowna? It was great. Um, obviously, it was... Uh, junior actually in, in high school because i did independent studies going in there and uh i was drafted already so like everybody kind of knew me yeah and the best thing about that being in canada playing junior hockey is i had a 30 percent in math holy shit and to pass you need a 49.8 percent because in canada 50 percent is a pass it's a c they don't do D's. It's just A, B, C, F. And we just, we're about to win the league. We're one game away. And I have a 30%. So I told my my teacher, I'm like, hey, I need to, I need to pass. Because if we win, so after you won, like, the um, WHL, you play the Memorial Cup. So there's three leagues. Kind of like the National Championship, but in Canada. Okay. And so, like, if we win and I don't pass, I can't play. And he goes, you give me two tickets your next home game, you pass. <laughs> oh, shit. So I gave him two tickets. Sure enough, I got a 50% That's pass. fucking sick, dude. Yeah. So oh, shit, It's, it's kind of like hockey is in Canada is like the college football in the States. Wow. Yeah. So it's fucking, people love it. Exactly. Damn, dude. And you still keep in contact with any of the players back there? Yeah, it's actually one of my good friends. Uh, his name's Jamie Ben. He plays. Uh, oh yeah, the Dallas Stars. Yeah, he's a fuck. He's, he's a, a captain. He's an all star. Makes ten and a half million dollars a year. No yeah. big deal. But uh, every time I see him, like we always have a drink and stuff. But um, there's a few guys that I still keep in contact, like via social media, like Tyson Berry and stuff. So. And then you got drafted right out of there to the Detroit Red Wings organization. Yeah. No, I played one more. I played. Uh, after I got drafted, I played two more years in juniors because if you can't make the NHL and you get you, you get uh, drafted <laughs> from Canada, they make you play till you're 20. Oh, okay. So then uh, my 18-year-old year, um, I produced really, really well, signed an NHL contract with a signing bonus and all that from Detroit. And then the next year, I, I played even better and made Team USA for the under-20 World Juniors, which yeah. is like the Olympics. Which was, I remember when you went there, you guys won bronze, right? Yes. That's fucking great, Yeah, so, so I did that, and then 19 turned 20, um, I turned pro, and I didn't make the Red Wings, so I played in our AHL team, it was like the AAA League um, in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And that and that's when you started playing with, uh, they're called the Griffins, right? Yes. And how and how was uh, how was your first, what was it like living in Grand Rapids, Michigan, man? Tell me about that. I'm not gonna lie, I fucking love that place. Yeah. There's there's still a picture of me on the city bus. No shit. Yeah, yeah. That's badass, yeah. dude. Your second home, dude. Pretty much. I mean, I would consider my first home. I I genuinely love that city. Wow. They took me in. That's I crazy. I was a twenty year old kid and, and they treated me like bigger than a person without making me bigger than a person. Yeah. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. That's fine. So you you still keep in contact with everyone there too? Oh, uh, I went there this summer. Got to see all my old friends outside of hockey, like well, bartenders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, dude, where everybody knows your name, dude, it's like cheers and shit. I yeah, love it. Yeah, so it was great. I I mean, I just genuinely love that city. That's fucking awesome, man. And then when did you, from there, when did you get the call up that you're knowing going to Detroit? Um, so I played two years there. My second year, we ended up winning the Calder Cup, which is like 
the Stanley Cup of the AHL. Right. And then next year, I was on pace for 30 goals. They called me up, and I played one game. I was supposed to play a couple, but a guy named Pavel Datsuk, who's arguably be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, of course. He will be. Yeah. He, he was uh, injured at the time, so they called me up. And then he, his agent called, uh, texted our general manager, Ken Holland, on the plane. Like, Pav's ready to play next game. So ah. they send the PR guy. I'm in the back of the plane play, playing cards with the guy, drinking some wine. Yeah. And like, hey, Kenny wants to see you. I'm like, oh, fuck. What did I do? Yeah. And so I go up there. He goes, hey, we're sending you down tonight. I'm like, you told me to play a few games. He goes, hey, Pav's back. I'm like, yeah, he's a little better player than I am. <laughs> yeah. And so they send me down. Fuck sure as shit. The next game in, in the AHL, I get to take a slap shot to the face end of my season. So, dude, that was the most insane shit I've ever fucked. That was I remember seeing that on social media, and I didn't even have social media. Like yeah. that was like that was fucking. I remember John had it, a bunch of people had it. That was uh, 2014. Yeah. Fuck man, tell me what was what was that like? Because I remember. Okay, so first of all, any other person who plays other sports, like fucking basketball, like fucking soccer. This fucking hold on, this thing's bugging the shit out of me. Like fucking basketball, soccer. These bunch of pussies that fake shit. You got hit with a puck in the face. Your teeth come out. Mm -hmm. It's blood everywhere and shit. And you just skate off the fucking ice. Yeah. That's literally not even heard of in any other sport. Like, that doesn't fucking happen. Baseball, maybe you get a ball to the face and you might have to just jog to first or just come out of the game, whatever. But you skate it off, dude. Well, talk me through that fucking event. So we're on the power play. My position was standing in front of the goalie because I was really good at, like, my hand eye, like, deflecting the puck. And I was really good at pissing off the D-man by, you know, sticking him in the nuts and cross-checking him in the back. Yeah. And so it goes from... Left D to the right D, and he goes to take a slap shot, and their defenseman cross checks me in the back, so I'm falling, and I see the puck, and it's coming right at me. And it's like, fuck, this is going to suck. And then it hits me, and I had a mouth guard in. I took the mouth guard off, and teeth just went everywhere. Fuck. And then just split my lip open, and then my trainer comes, and he goes, you all right? I'm like, yeah, fine. He goes, how's your brain? I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, are you, like, do you remember everything? I'm like, yeah. He goes, you're not concussed? I'm like, no, like fucking took a puck to the mouth. Yeah, not to the forehead. Just the mouth. Yeah. Yeah, and and so I tweeted the picture. My coach got all pissed off because he didn't think my jaw was broken or anything, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, if you come back, like you being you, people are gonna try to punch you in the face and stuff to like you know hurt you and piss you off." And I was like, "The reason why I tweeted is everybody kept texting me, like, what happened?" Yeah, I'm sure you got a thousand texts. So day. my dad texts me, he goes, "How'd that puck taste?" So I sent him that picture. And I was like, fuck it. Everybody else is texting me. So I put it on Twitter, and, and he snapped at me. So I went to the hospital, did an x-ray. Sure as shit, my jaw was broken. Fuck. So the worst part was it was like 9 p.m. at night. The oral surgeon was already done for the day. So oh. I had to wait till 6 a.m. the next day with a broken jaw. They pump the you up hospital. with drugs or what? I was fucking hammering that button left and right. <laughs> yeah. The morphine. Yeah. Hell I was, yeah. I was fucking every 30 minutes, I was pushing more and more. <laughs> God damn, dude. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I, I do remember seeing the replay because I was like, I know Mitch. I know he has. I know exactly what he does on, on his position. And like you could see the guy cross check you. Yeah. And then I knew I was like, oh, it's kind of like a perfect storm, dude. Yeah. It's like you're just going. Well, that into was the hit. first time that I actually took two pucks to the face and broke my jaw. A second time. No shit. I just didn't tweet the other picture. Oh fuck! Was it worse than the first one? Yeah. Uh, I only lost one tooth instead of ten, but uh, it broke my jaw even bigger. So right now my jaw I have two plates and ten screws in my jaw. Holy shit, dude! Yeah. 
like a soldier. I love it. That's tremendous. Fucking Iron Man. (laughs) That's crazy, man. And um, I wanted to ask, like, what was it like your first game? And like putting on the Red Wings jersey. I mean, that's a fucking iconic team. Like they've been around for. That's like if you think of hockey, you're thinking Red Wings. You're, yeah, the original six. Yeah, exactly. You're thinking original six, the Rangers. You're thinking of all these other yeah. teams. And like, did that ever hit you, or you're just like, I got a goal to do. Fuck everybody. I'm here to show my, whip my dick out and just fucking play. No, it was cool because like during warmups, like you know, you kind of get loose. Like it's, it's 20 minute warmups in the NHL, and I do my same routine I do even in the AHL or juniors. And I looked up, and my dad, it was in Columbus, Ohio, and we're playing with Blue Jackets. And I look up, my dad was in the stands, and I'm oh. just doing my stretches, and he had a beer in his hand, and he just fucking put his hands up like, damn. He made it, kid. Yeah. And so, like, I looked at him, like, damn, like, fuck, I'm really here in the NHL. Like, it didn't really hit me till that. Yeah. And so, playing there, and then um, we're listening to the national anthem, and like, there's water on oh. all the ground, right? Because, like, just from people, like, drinking water, spinning out and shit. And the coach's name is Mike Babcock. And he goes, hey, is that water on the ground? Piss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm not that nervous. Yeah. And he goes, this guy hurt our, our best player, our, our Pav, like a couple weeks ago. Like, go after him. I'm like, okay. And so Fuck. I tried fighting my first game. It didn't happen. Damn. There's nothing like hockey when it comes to that, man. Like, when they, you know, when they start, they started doing those fucking, like, a, I, I started with it started with Mayweather in 24 sevens. He was the first one to really start documenting sports behind the scenes. Like no one was doing it before that. Um, and if I think he owned the business when it came to 24 sevens, he was doing it for all of his fights, and it just took off like wildfire. And then 24 seven went to the NHL, mm-hmm. and that's when you could see it. the Penguins did it. Uh, I forgot who else did it. Boston has like behind Boston. the B, behind the B kind of shit. Yeah, it was leading up to the fucking Winter Classic. Yeah, yep. dude, super cool. And then everyone got to see what it was like to be like in a hockey locker room. And it's so much fucking better than any other sport, dude. Like by far, like I can't play hockey. I'm fucking like five one, five foot one or something. But you can really see the dynamic of how what it takes to be a hockey player and how everyone just adapts to this fucking warrior mentality. Like, hey man, you got this role, you got this role. All right, let's go get them, boys. And everyone just fucking cheers up and they just fucking go, dude. Yeah. That doesn't happen in other sports. Everyone's a big pussy in every other sport, dude. I don't get it, man. They what? They, they say like fights in like basketball and baseball, they clear on the benches. You don't see a punch getting thrown. No, Hockey, you ever. just see one-on-one guys fucking going toe-to-toe, and and the winner is the one who doesn't go down or get knocked out. Exactly. And there's and even the fights in baseball are fucking bitch. Like, they suck. Like, you Bro, run at the Harper mound. Harper threw the helmet. He misses my, like, 20 feet. <laughs> yeah, dude. The, only, the one that people talk about still today is fucking Nolan Ryan. I'm like, that was like 50 years ago, dude. Yeah. And he got him like this in the fucking headlock. headlock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's not the same, man. Hockey's the only one, like, I saw a fight of yours where, like, as soon as they dropped the puck, you guys just started circling each other. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And it's like getting ready to go. Like it's fucking wide herb Doc Holiday shit, dude. Yeah, it's it's uh those are like the the stage kind of fights because that guy that I'm I'm sure the one you watch, I fucking hated that guy. Yeah. But I respect him for fighting me of and course. respect the way he plays. Yeah. I just at the time I fucking hated him. Right. How how did you feel when you got that label as an enforcer? Did you feel like you had a reputation to keep up? Like were you trying to like get in fights after that a little bit more? No, so like I was never really like a big time fighter like growing up i was kind of like almost more of a skilled guy and then when i went to juniors i wasn't playing that much i was on the fourth line so like i was getting barely any ice time yeah in my first game i scored a goal the next game i didn't play much so the third game was like fuck i gotta do something so i got in a fight the next game was on the second line it's like okay to play more just fight apparently somebody. that works yeah. yeah so i was like this is fucking easy then and then like i said fighting is is, is nature you either you have it or you don't and it's so, super true, man. So when I went to turn pro, I was fighting all these big boys, heavyweights. I'm not a heavyweight. I'm you know, six feet, 200 pounds. 
these guys are like 6'4", 230, like, and I was, I had 15 or 14 fights my rookie year. They're all heavyweights. Fuck. And I was just, like, not gonna lie, I, I didn't win most of them. I was just getting fucking pounded. <laughs> and so, but my team had no tough guys. So the next yeah. summer, they brought in two heavyweights. And I'm like, thank God. Like, I can fight guys my size now. Yeah. And so they beat up the big boys. They beat up the guys my size. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, I, like my rookie year, there's a video of me, a guy named Eric Selleck. Mm-hmm. He threw an uppercut. Hardest ever been hit in my life. <laughs> My fucking knees went Bambi. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Like fucking, like the fight that just happened this past weekend. What was it like a, the uppercut with a Jose Carlos Ramirez? Yeah. God just damn. Just went Bambi. God Don't damn. even remember the fight. No shit. Yeah, I, I have to keep watching on YouTube to remember it. <laughs> That's fucking awesome, man. So like, as a as an enforcer then, I, is there a, what's your outlook on guys who are the stars? Like, do you respect them, but also think they're pussies? Or like, what's like the outlook on like a Sidney Crosby? Like, obviously he's, he's the GOAT for, uh, he's really good for a reason, but like, you know, his game is different than what your game is. I mean, I wish it could be him. Yeah, hell yeah. Make that money, not huh. the fight. Huh, straight <laughs> yeah. up, man. No, like, so there's some stars that, like, try to be chippy, mm-hmm. but then won't answer the bell. Of course. Right. They take, they, they take advantage of everyone having their back. Yeah, but then there's also some stars like Conor McDavid, who's probably the best player in the world now. Yeah, yeah. He, he won't stir the pot. He won't hit anybody from behind. He won't stick anybody. He just plays his game. So I respect those guys because... They're the best in the world for a reason. Right. And so, but also, like Wayne Gretzky, he needed an enforcer on his side just in case anything ever got touched. Right. So there's a difference. Like, I respect both sides. I'd rather be the goal scorer than the fighter because I've been hit in the head a lot. But, I mean, that's that was my job that made it my career. That's right, dude. And, dude, McDavid's been, like, like a fucking goat since he was a kid. Like, I remember I was playing uh, – I don't even fucking know dick about hockey. And I was playing, like, NHL, like, 18. And he was already, like, this guy's going to be like, get him now on your team, on your franchise, because, like, in seven years, he'll be, like, a 99. And I was yeah. like, all right, whatever. I don't even know who this fucking guy is. But, yeah, man, who's, like, a, who's like the guys you look at, too, now, like, as the fucking complete stars of the league that you're, like, they're controlling the league and they're the ones that are putting a good face to the league? So the reason why I went to Europe is because they're trying to get rid of, like, more fighting in hockey. Really? Yeah, so, but, like, there's still guys that can play that are more skilled than I am that are still playing that do fight. So a guy like Tom Wilson plays in Washington, plays with a big set of nuts on him. Yeah. He won't fight the toughest guy in the league, Ryan Reeves. But fuck, you got, I mean, who would fight that guy? That guy's nuts. Right. But uh, I like the way he plays. He has skill and grit, and he can be tough. And then guy, the, the Kachuk brothers, their dad's a Hall of Famer, and they both play in the NHL. They're both 22 and 23. And they both, oh, like, piss people off and score goals. Like, I love that kind of style of hockey. Fuck yeah. Like, my dog, his name's Tucker. He's my favorite player. His name's Darcy Tucker. He's 5'10", 180 pounds, played for the Toronto Maple Leafs, where my parents are from. And he just fought anybody and scored 30 goals a year. No shit. So that was my favorite player growing up. So that's why my dog, his name's Tucker. No shit. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. So your parents are from Toronto? Um, my mom's, both my mom's parents are from Toronto. My dad's actually Born and raised in Toronto, my mom and her sisters and her one brother were born in Whittier, but her oldest brother was born in Toronto. No shit. So yeah. how'd they how'd the family come all the way to Whittier? I think my grandpa on my mom's side got a job like he's a trucker. Oh, okay. And then my parents met at a wedding in Toronto, and then my mom had a, a daughter already, and she goes, "Hey, if you're not serious, you know, just stay there. But like, I need someone to help me raise my daughter." And my dad booked a flight and never left. 
No shit. Yeah. That's fucking badass, man. Yeah. Some man shit right there. Yeah. yeah. Straight up. Do you remember uh do you remember your first hat trick? Yeah. Actually, you know what be- happened before that hat trick? No. Did we you get a- hammered? No, we got a bench clearing brawl. No shit. Yeah. Wow, what was this in uh Kelowna, Detroit, or uh, at Grand Rapids? Grand Rapids. No shit. Yeah, so we had a bench clearing brawl. I mean, I don't know if I had a hat trick in juniors or not. I don't I don't know. But in pro, yeah. I sold the puck. I already had two goals. It's like six two, something like that. And one of our tough guys goes after one of our best players off the face off, starts beating the shit out of him. Oh fuck. So our coach says, Everybody go. <laughs> So we all jump over the bench. No way. Yeah, I'm like one of the most hated guys in the league. Right, because your fights. Yeah, and so like three guys are fucking just punching me. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I need some help. And these CR2 heavyweights coming. They just start beating the shit out of those guys. So No shit, and then man. I didn't get kicked out. A lot of people got kicked out, and then like a minute left in the game, I scored to get my first pro hat trick. Wow, dude. <laughs> and it'd be like 9-2. Nine, nine Damn. Yeah. That's fucking intense, and man. And the worst part of it, it was... Uh, uh, pink the rink night So for breast cancer awareness <laughs> So their team had to auction off their jerseys after No shit Bench clearing brawl So all these like You know survivor, or survivors of breast cancer All there at the game Like you don't You don't think soccer moms Want to see a bench clearing brawl on Right Night that's supposed to be about them Yeah <laughs> so, Got all these bloody jerseys yeah. <laughs> Cause you don't wash them It's off their back Yeah straight up yeah. That's fucking legit I think they would like it yeah, why I do they, so Why do they want to get fighting out of the out of the NHL, what's the, what's the deal with that? I feel like that's one of the reasons people want to go to go. I mean, game. It, it, it's they want to make it more skilled and faster and more goals. Yeah, but you know what? That's that's what the NFL did, and like it didn't even work out. No, but the thing is, like, you could take the tough guys out of the game, but there'll never be no fighting because like someone's a loser mind. It doesn't matter if you're a skill guy; you don't want to punch someone. Right? They keep pissing you off. Exactly. That's why you need a tough guy to do it for them. Exactly. You don't want your best guy to break his hand. Or get knocked out. That's that's what that's my point. Is that like why would you want to take that out when it's actually very beneficial? If you're gonna have only skill guys, now you're forcing a skill guy to be in the fight. Yeah, exactly. That makes no sense. I think the one thing that people don't get about hockey is the TV does it fucking no justice, man. Mm-hmm. It doesn't no justice. It looks like like kind of slow on TV. And you get there in real life and you're like, holy shit, they're skating faster than fuck. Yeah. And the puck's fast and it's hitting off the rink and it's loud and they amplify the noise and you hear the hits and it's like that's the part. Did you notice a, a change of speed from just like juniors to like all the way to Grand Rapids or like even to the NHL? So with the like juniors to pro, yes, there's a little bit of difference. But from the AHL to the NHL, there was no difference in speed of the players. There was a difference between speed of like the passing and the puck movement. Yeah. So when you get the pass in the NHL, you have like half a second to either make a play or move to the next guy. In the AHL, you get like two seconds. But everybody can still skate the same. But the good thing about the NHL is, like, I told I told a lot of people, like, I didn't play much in the NHL. But it's easier to play in the NHL than the AHL because everybody's always in the right spot. And right. You, and as soon as you get the puck, you know where to put it. In right. the NHL, there's some guys still learning and progressing and, like, developing that they, they got to learn that stuff. Right. It actually makes a lot of sense. It's kind of like a... Like, if you're in a basketball, like, and you're in the pros, and you, you already know your formations, but if you're, like, on a street and you're in the ghetto, yeah. like, everyone's just kind of freestyling. You're still trying to learn what formations are, or even yeah. college. So you don't know everything's going on yet. That makes a lot of sense, dude. Wow, man. That's a trip, dude. I remember seeing you on TV, and I was like, I was thinking it was so weird, because, like, I don't really remember, like, introducing you to, like, my family, my parents, or anything like that. So it was, like, kind of weird, because, like, I had other friends that were doing their thing, like, like, uh, like Brett Bartoloni, and then my parents already had met him, Kyle Pecco, playing football. 
And I was like, I have this buddy fucking Mitch playing hockey. They're like, who the fuck is that? And I'm like, I don't have time to fucking tell you about the stories <laughs> of Mitch, Mitch Callahan and the fucking crazy stories we did. But that's crazy, man. And and uh, you just retired, you said, this year. Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, in 10 years of pro, I've had seven surgeries. So Holy my shit, body man. just can't play anymore. And, and I want to be that dad one day that can play with their kids. Yeah. So I've blown up both my knees and I have screws and shit in my knees both of them screws and plates and i just want to be able to be a dad one day of course man and so, that and that you do that with your dad now right you play you play, I, hockey I with dad play now? yeah i play uh ball hockey and roller hockey with my dad now fuck man so that's fucking awesome man i don't play baseball with my fucking dad <laughs> fuck that shit man that's that's a different game though you can't play when you get older or something but but that's good man that's fucking phenomenal and this is the part of the podcast where i had too much alcoholic beverages and had to urinate Please enjoy this beautiful music. All right. Another thing I wanted to ask you. Of all the hockey movies, which one's your favorite? And I'm talking like nostalgia too. Because we got, I, I don't know which ones are realistic and which ones aren't. But if we're going to break it down, like as a professional hockey player, how do you view movies like a Mighty Ducks? I love the Mighty Ducks. Fuck yeah. Thank God you said Ducks. that. I mean, that's what I grew up on. Yeah, of course. But me being an American, a true American, a proud American, I got to pick Miracle. It's the best. Yeah. And then second, I mean, Slapshot's right up there, but Mystery Alaska. i never seen that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I think with, uh, fuck, I forgot the guy's name. I mean, he's a big time actor, but he's in it too. It's 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 based uh, out of a, I mean, they say it's out of Alaska, but they they filmed it out of fucking Alberta, Canada. Yeah, yeah, it's a good movie. No shit, dude. Yeah. Miracle's the best, man. I, I remember seeing that in the theaters with my parents, and uh, we used to try to like re redo the fucking uh, again scene yeah, outside yeah. in the front with my brother again. We just yell for no fucking reason and shit. Just doing fucking suicides left and right. Oh uh, man, have you ever have you ever like a. Uh, because I know those guys that were part of that team, they were still, like, very, like, uh, visual around the league. Like, they would go to events, and they would talk to teams. Like, did you ever meet any of those guys or anything like that? Unfortunately, no. Um, but I did, like, when I played for Team USA, um, Phil Housley, who played for USA in the Olympics, was one of our assistant coaches. So, got to meet, like, some greats like that, but I didn't get to meet anybody from Miracle. And the the coach, I think he just died not too long ago, right? Herb so, Brooks, yeah, yeah, he died. Uh, the movie came out, I want to say, 06. Yeah. I think he died like in 05. Yeah, in a car crash song. Uh, yeah. I think something like that. Fucked up, man. But a fucking legend, dude, nonetheless. The best, the best part of the movie is Herb Brooks didn't see Miracle. He, he lived, lived it. it. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. That's the shit. And they ended with Dream On from Aerosmith. Yeah. Dude, I've seen the movie a thousand fucking times, man. It's It's beautiful, man. What's like, uh, do you still keep up with the league or no? Like, what, what's like current trends and whatnot? Yeah, I, I still got friends that play and stuff. Um, past two years when I was playing in Europe, it's a little tough, but because of time change. But I still like keep in touch, like through social media and stuff, and just seeing where my friends are doing, how they're doing, where their team's at, and watching their progression. And then to me, it's kind of like some people would be like jealous and stuff, but I'm fucking stoked for my friends that are like flourishing and doing everything that I wish I could still do. That's fucking badass, man. Yeah. You know, it, it comes down to, like, if you're happy with what you're doing, what you're doing, then you can be happy for somebody else. Yeah. If you're not, then you're going to be bitter. 
You know, and it's like, because you're going to just always bring it back to yourself and be like, man, well, that's because I'm not doing what I want to do. But if you're doing good things, then you can happy, you can be happy for somebody else. Well, I mean, I didn't want to go to Europe the time I did. Mm-hmm. I went there at 27, turning 28. And I thought I could still have another potential chance to go back to the NHL. So right. like, I was kind of like upset that I didn't get that opportunity again. But at the same time, is I'm not going to let my personal play affect someone who I care about, who's my friend. And then they do well and, like, be pissed off because, like, there's, at the end of the day, they're still my friends. Yeah, of course. And nobody really cares about the money you made in hockey. They care about the friendship, the stories, and ultimately, like, the time you have with them. You know, I, that's what, I, again, it goes back to hockey, dude. I think that's unique to hockey. I don't think that's really, like, that relevant for other sports. It is for certain sports, but, like, basketball, it can't be that relevant. No. Like, for football, maybe a little bit. You know, baseball maybe a little bit because they're such big teams, so I guess so. But, like, hockey is so different, dude. I don't know why it's so different. And, I, honestly, to me, that's the most American sport there is. I, mean, I mean, people take pay cuts just to try to win. That's my, that's my point. Yeah. It's like that's – you know, baseball, it's obviously America's pastime, but it's it's changed a lot in the last 30 years or so. And hockey just kind of just stayed the same. Yeah, there's a guy, Nathan McKinnon. He makes $6.5 million. The guy should be making $13 million. And, they, and people ask him, like, why did you sign this contract? He goes, I want to bring other players in so we can win. Fuck. Tom Brady shit. Yeah, exactly. That's legit Tom yeah. Brady shit, man. Yeah. And that's why they win, man. That's phenomenal, man. What was it like living in Europe? Where'd you live in Europe? So my first year was Augsburg, Germany. Um, no shit. I fucking loved it. Really? Going to Germany after practices, you know, you can go for a cup of coffee during lunch break and stuff. Yeah. Then going and getting a beer is like grabbing a fucking coffee here. No shit. Like, like, like in the morning too? Yeah. So like during training camp, we had two days. And so we had a practice at 10 a.m. and a practice at 4, 4 p.m. And so they're like, oh, boys, let's get lunch. I'm like, all right. And, and my whole team spoke English just because, you know, the culture. We have 10 uh, North Americans and then 11 Germans. So they all learn English yeah. for us. No shit. Yeah. So uh, so we went out and boys are ordering beers. I'm like. Guys, we have practice at four. What the fuck's <laughs> going on? And like, oh, it's just beer. Like, we're not drinking vodka. So <laughs> That's like, fucking epic, I'm like dude. six beers deep. Like, we're like, all right, let's go. We're going to the rank. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> fuck, I got a little bit of tickle going on. Yeah, there, hell yeah. But uh, yeah, there's actually uh, German breakfast too. I went with some of the guys before a game. Day of the game, we went for breakfast. And fuck, I, I can't remember what it was. It's like a sausage with like a spicy mustard. Yeah. And I ordered a water with it. And the lady looked at me, the waitress, like, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> so I look at my team, and like, what's going on? Like, you have to have this beer with that. I'm like, a beer at 9 a.m. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, sold me. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not going to feel like a pussy. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. Fucking, why not? The worst part is, oh, I got a fucking DUI on a scooter. No shit. They a, give those? On a bird scooter. That's real? Yeah. Um, In Germany. Yeah, so I knew I was fucked right away. So I pulled up to a checkpoint. <laughs> And they start speaking English right away. I'm like, oh, fuck. They knew who I am. Yeah. And like, have you had anything, anything drinks? And I'm like, nah. They're like, are you sure? I'm like, just a few beers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, All right, you got me. Just a few beers. So I did a breathalyzer. I blew a 0.28. Wait, what's the limit? Uh, Germany is 0.06 uh, to slow drive, 0.08 to get rid of your car, and 0.10 to get a ticket. Okay. So in the States, it's 0.08, you get a DUI. Right. So I blew a point two eight. <laughs> You're a fucking hammer. Yeah, I was hammered. <laughs> and so I knew it was fucked. So they put me in the back of their um, like police like fucking like boss looking car. Or whatever. Yeah. 
And so I go to the jail. They do blood work, and I'm like, I mean, they're like, can I make a phone call? Like, yeah. So like, I have my own cell phone. I like, call my teammate. Like, face. I'm like, yo, look where I'm at. He goes, no shit. So I call my parents. Like, fuck, I'm hammered. Yeah. They're like, you're such a fucking dumbass. And so, he's so, in Germany and shit. Yeah. So ten minutes later, like, all right, you're gonna go. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, you can go home now. I'm like, oh, okay. Like. Can you guys order me a taxi? I don't know the fuck I am. Yeah. No shit. That's, <laughs> yeah. What, that's what they do? They just let you go? Yeah. That's so awesome. I didn't have to spend a night nothing, and I made it to practice the next day. I told, like, a few guys on the team. The word never got out. And then somehow somebody from the um, uh, newspaper company found out about it and fucking made a whole no. press about it. So my team suspended me for five games. Oh, shit. Which is obviously understandable. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It hit yeah. the press. Yeah, it happens. And then my next game after I get from my suspension, I fucking get my knee blown out. Oh, shit. And this is when you were 27 or 8? Uh, this is when I was 28. Fuck. And then after that summer, I was like, fuck, this might be done for me. Like, two blown out knees. Like, my color of the career. When was your first one? 2015 in Grand Rapids. Oh, shit. Yeah, my parents had the game, too. Oh, they took the trip. Yeah, so I got a lot of my family there, and, like, I didn't hit anybody. Nobody hit me. I just, like, fell weird, and my toe hit cement and the ice. The ice was super soft and, like, really hot in the rink. And so below the ice is cement, and my skate hit it. And so I went to turn, and my the toe of my skate hit the ice, and my ankle went one way, my knee went the other way. And so oh. big pop. And so, like, I was trying to get up. Like, I had never laid down. I was trying to get up and like skate off and skate off. My dad goes to my mom goes, that ain't good. Fuck. And like I didn't feel it. it didn't hurt at all. It's like it was just straight ACL. But my left knee was ACL, MCL, meniscus. That one fucking hurt. God damn. So yeah. So then after I tore my second knee, it was in the summer. My agent's like, do you want to play again? I'm like, yeah. I mean, I have no like option with jobs right now. Like I've really been talking to anybody. I'm just trying to rehab my knee, like trying to get it better. Yeah. He goes, well, there's a contract offer in Denmark. I'm like, okay, how much? He told me the amount of money. I'm like, no, I mean, that's not that good. Yeah. And he goes, if you have a good year, then you can, like go back to where you're making. I'm like, all right, like I'll give it a go. Like I'll bet it myself. We go there. Corona happened. Seventeen guys on my team got Corona. Oh my Don't God. play. And I was practicing. My knee kept clicking and clicking. I just told coach, I'm like, hey, save your time, save your money. Like, I'm done. I can't play anymore. Like. Thank you for the opportunity, but I just I, I don't want to waste you guys' time or money and, and just a roster spot either. Like I gotta go home. Yeah, you don't want to be full go knowing that you can't even give it your best shot. Yeah, so I was like I was like I'm not the player that you thought I was. Yeah, not anymore. And now you're back. How long have you been back now? I got back home uh, February. February, man. And yeah. what are you doing now? I'm coaching. Fuck yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Where at? And El Segundo for LA Junior Kings. Got a couple teams. No shit. Yeah, it's it's uh it's weird. It's like rewriting history because I played for the Junior Kings. Fuck, so that's now, a trip, man. Now I'm coaching them. That's fucking awesome, man. Yeah. And then one of my assistant coaches that I work with was one of my assistant coaches when I was growing up. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit, yeah. man. That's fucking awesome. You know, I, I see uh, I went to San Diego like about a year ago and I saw like their little rink and I saw because uh, it's for the who's the minor league team that plays in San Diego? San Diego Goals. That's right. Um, I was there and I was driving by and I don't know why, but they had some little. I don't know if kids practice there or not, but there was a bunch of kids walking up with their gear and shit. And I was like, "Fuck, man!" That's like the one sport I wish I could have played. Like, I would have never gone anywhere. I'm tiny as fuck. But 
I wish I could have played. I wish my parents put me in fucking hockey or something like that, man. Something different, man. I love baseball. I love boxing as a kid. I love both. But, uh, you know, it's it's one of those two. We used to fucking play. We used to do literally fucking uh, Mighty Ducks in our front yard. We got the little fucking uh, little buckets. Yeah. Put them out. We got rollerblades. And we fucking split, we play all fucking day, man. street hockey. Yeah, we play street hockey, man. Yeah. And everyone was down. Everyone was down. Yeah. It, was, it was mostly Mexicans. It was a fucked up little scene. I swear to God. But it was like the funnest shit ever, man. Like, was that like very persistent on your parents? Did they ever force you to play other sports where they're just like, nah, like hockey's because we're from Toronto and shit? No, it's like they didn't even they didn't even pressure me to play hockey. Like in the summer, everybody's doing private lessons and like summer tournaments. I was going to skate park. Like, hell yeah. Yeah, like I was skateboarding with you guys. Yeah, like, hell yeah. Like, like I didn't really fall in love with hockey till I started getting better. I was like 15, 14 years old. But then to me, like, obviously I loved the game, but I knew I wasn't that good. Cause, like, there's like A, double A, and triple A. Mm-hmm. I was always double A growing up. So I was like, fuck, I see all these guys triple A. They're way better than me. Like, I'm not going to make it. Maybe I could play like a D3 college or something like that. Mm-hmm. that. That was like my goal growing up. Yeah. And then, sure as shit, one year I hit puberty. I grew seven inches. And I was like, fuck, like, I can maybe make some of this. And I went to camp in Kelowna and got a couple fights. And I was like, all right, this is my niche. That's like, it. I got to fight. That's it, man. Fucking crazy, man. What a career, dude. Honestly, it's it was cool growing up as a kid, man, and like you know seeing the kids from the neighborhood do something. Because you're probably one of the first ones that I knew that was a kid from the neighborhood and out there doing it. Like later on, we had more. Like I said, Brett and Kyle, and we had a bunch bunch of other people, especially from La Habra. But uh, it was cool, man. It was cool for us to brag about. Like, yeah, that's my buddy, dude, doing his fucking thing, man. I got a my best friend in hockey. His name is Matt White. Mm-hmm. He's from Westwood here. No shit. Yeah, like the the, the ghetto. Yeah, you? yeah. And, and he plays pro hockey. What does he play at? He played um, in Russia the past two years, and this year he played in Germany. He made a couple million dollars in Russia. Wow. But he played in the AHL against me. Never played a game in the NHL, but he played uh, Division One hockey, and he's, he's from Whittier. He's, he's my boy. So there's there's a couple guys I saw when I looked up. There's a couple guys from, like, La Mirada. There's a couple Jay guys. Saleo. Yeah, there's, uh, I believe. My um, little brother. I think uh, Grimaldi, my Rocco Grimaldi. Yeah, Rocco Rocco's from from La Mirada. You got I saw guys from Anaheim. I saw a guy dude, there's a lot of locals here, surprisingly. Yeah, yeah I mean hockey's growing now since like the Ducks won the cup in 07. Yeah. And the Kings won in twelve and fourteen. Like hockey's just been getting bigger and bigger in California, which is awesome. Fuck man. And do you want to continue like you want to grow your career in, co- in hockey and all that with coach or whatnot? Yeah, I mean it's it's easy adjustment. So yeah, I go from playing to teaching. So. And, and those are the those are the teachers you want the most. Like I, as a kid playing baseball the most, I've had a a bunch of coaches that were very successful and whatnot. But the ones that I fucked with the most were the ones, honestly, kind of like you, that were just like uh, never necessarily the one like the stars of the team, man. But they they were the ones that put the most work in. They were notable for a specific reason, and uh, they had a bunch of injuries and they played it balls to the wall until the fucking end. And those are the ones I wanted to talk to the most. Those are the ones I wanted to learn from the most because they really yeah. did soak in every part of the fucking game, man. Also, the stars make enough money where they, they don't do shit the rest of their life. Yeah, they don't want to. They don't want to give you the knowledge. Yeah. They're like, fuck you, man. I'm over here doing my thing. I got 60 million in my account. Fuck off. No shit, man, huh? What do you think about uh, this season? Who, who do you think is going to be like the oh, top dogs? Man, I really like Colorado, and I really like Toronto. Okay. But I don't know how it's going to work because there's no East or West Conference. Right now, Canada's on their own division. And then there's a central, mid, and east division. So I don't know where Canada's division is going to line up. The north division. Yeah, that's weird. So I think the final four, they're going to make it a bubble. I'm, a, I'm predicting Nashville. Okay. 
because it's wide open, people go to the games, and it's centrally located for all you know, four um, divisions. Yeah. So I think it'd be Nashville. That'd be fucking tight. I'm a I'm a Rangers fan, but like not like balls deep. And the only reason I am is because like fucking like uh I think it was like six or seven years ago, my brother was like, dude, like we're fucking bitches, dude. We're not into hockey and that's annoying. Like we should be. Like we grew up on hockey with the Mighty Ducks and Miracle. Like we should have a team. And my brother was already into hockey. He was like a big Penguins fan, mostly just because of Sid the Kid. And I was like, Yeah, you know you're right. We gotta pick a team and then that's it. Your team is forever. You can't change it. Can't be that fucking bitch ass fan who fucking changes teams and shit. Pick your team. You gotta have a reason why you pick it and never change. And I always, I honestly just like the Rangers because of their fucking jerseys. Yeah. That's it. Because yeah. they're the miracle colors. I'm yeah. like, they're red, white, and blue. They're original six. I like New York. Fuck it. I'm a yeah. Rangers fan. I'm balls deep. Next year, Kings beat them. I was like, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> this I mean, is bullshit. but they do play in the greatest stadium in all of America. Dude, seriously, man. So we went balls deep. We were like, after I became a fan, I was like, okay, well, now I gotta go to a game then. So I would go to the Kings and the Ducks games here, and it was cool to have like the jerseys and whatnot, and go to the games, um, and like know the players and whatnot. I always like Zuccarello because he's a little short. Yeah, dude. I like the short dudes, man. They're a fucking balls. fucker. Yeah, and now they have what's his name? Uh, they have Panarin. Yes, they have. No, who's the fucking star right now? Lafrien. Who's scoring goals like a motherfucker? Oh, uh, Zabinajad. Zabinajad. Mika Zabinajad. Yeah. Yeah, he's a beast, dude. And um, I remember we. I went to New York for my cousin's birthday. He had just turned twenty-one. And uh, he was like, I don't really want to go to Vegas because like, I can just go there whenever I want. So I kind of want to go somewhere I haven't been. I was like, let's go to fucking New York. Boom. Booked. And he was uh, he wanted to be a fucking um, an Islanders fan. So we, we literally spent four days there. And on Thursday, we went to go see Islanders, Sharks. And the next day, we saw fucking uh, – or two days later, we saw Rangers and – I don't even fucking remember. But, uh, dude, going to Madison Square Garden is a big deal, man. Yeah. You know it's like three floors of that arena? It's fucking insane. So, like, they have one for hockey, one for basketball, one for concerts. Oh, my God, dude. It's nuts, man. That, that, I, that's how many floors are in that I can't even place. imagine, like, going there for concerts. Like, I, I hear people talk about that, like, back in the day, like, like seeing Led Zeppelin in Madison Square Garden, like, yeah. in the 70s. Or, like, I just, I can't even imagine, dude. Are there comedians that sell that place out? Yeah. That's fucking nuts. 18,000 like, people. Yeah, like, Kevin Hart or, like, Gabriel Iglesias, one of the two. Like, they sold, they fucking sold out well, Madison Square Garden. Well, Kevin Hart at Netflix, let me explain, I was in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. That's fucking yeah, insane. Did yeah. you ever play there or no? No. Um, I went there, and I got healthy scratched. So healthy ah. scratch healthy scratch means that you're part of the team, but you ain't playing that game. Yeah, cocksuckers. So it was great because, like, um, my last call-up, I played four games with the Red Wings. Um, they traded away their tough guy to a contender because the Red Wings were, like, on the bubble to make the playoffs, but, like, at a really small chance. Yeah. So they traded away their, like, their enforcer kind of guy, so they called me up. I was up for, I don't know, a month. Played four games. Oh, shit. So I watched a lot of games. So the boys are great, though, because every time I'm on the plane, they gave me all their wine. So I just like, fuck it. Hell and yeah. I'll get fucking drunk. That's tight, dude. And so our coach, Jeff Blaschel, who's my coach in the AHL, too, he got promoted. And he goes, Callie, let you know, we're playing Boston tomorrow. You're not playing. He goes, have fun tonight. Be at the rink at 10 a.m., please. Don't be late. But have fun. Fuck I'm like, yeah. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I got the green light. That's the shit. Yeah, and so it was an optional skate. We have two guys skating with me. My two old roommates from Grand Iowa Sioux, Luke Glendening and Riley Shan. And they're doing a one-timer drill. So me and the assistant coach are passing. And I know, like, after all this shit with them, I'm just getting fucking bag skated, just doing suicides left and right. Yeah. So one of them takes a one-timer and hits the crossbar, goes up in the air. And our coach was like, ball is a whistle. Hit him on top of the head. <laughs> Split his head open. No shit. Yeah. 
So I told I told the boys, I'm like, Lenny, she like pick the pucks up. Like, I'm not getting skated. I'm like, way too hungover for this. <laughs> so they pick up all the pucks and then we come back, like I'm about to get in a shower. And uh and uh he comes to me, he goes, Where's your gear? I'm like, You got hit in the head. Like, I thought you had to go to the hospital, you get stitched. He goes, You this is the NHL. There's doctors on site. He goes, <laughs> he goes, better do a workout today now. I'm like, I'll do a workout. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, no. took, I took a five hour nap. Oh shit. Yeah, That's walked, awesome. to, walked to the rink, saw the guys play, had a couple of beers in the press box. Hell yeah. Jumped on the plane. <laughs> That's awesome. So what what were like your favorite memories then? Like you would say mostly with Grand Rapids? Yeah, because we won two championships there. So you just fucking won championships everywhere you went then. If you really think about it. You yeah. won with Kelowna too, right? One with Kelowna, bronze with the USA, then two in the AHL. Fuck. So That's a I got trip, lucky. Man. I got I played on some really good teams. Wow, dude. That's fucking awesome. But yeah, man. like the last one, 2017, we won a championship. There's a really cool picture. It's on my Instagram, me hoisting the, the Calder Cup, and you can see my dad, my mom, and my cousin Aaron in the background as wow. I'm hoisting the picture of it. It's like it's really fucking cool. Who's your cousin Aaron from he's from local from the neighborhood? Yeah, he actually he's uh he was a division one wrestler. Until he blew his knee out, and then he went to Missouri Valley State D two, and then tore his labrum. Oh so, fuck! So now he's uh, coaching wrestling. Do you go to La Hab or anything? Uh, he went to uh, Calvary Chapel. What he went to Meadow is? Green. Growing oh, up. Ghetto Green. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he grew up on First Avenue. That's where, that's where I grew up. Yeah, yeah, he grew up on First Avenue. Yeah, so, no shit. So he was uh, his best friend's Aaron Pico. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, Aaron, I mean, he's fucking beast. Yeah, he's, he's, fucking he's beast, fighting man. June 11th. No shit. Who's he fighting? Uh, fuck, I don't know. He's still a Bellator, right? Yep. Dude, I went to go see Aaron Pico fight uh, uh, Henry Corrales at the Forum. Mm-hmm. He lost that fight, but it was fucking crazy because it was Aaron Pico, the kid from Whittier, yeah. and versus Henry Corrales, the kid from La Mirada, and they were the co-main event. Yeah. Dude, it was nuts because I think it was Fedor and, Fedor and uh, Ryan Bader were the main event. But it was nuts because literally the whole forum was covered in Whittier Lamarada people. Yeah. It was fucking crazy, dude. My parents are there. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. It was it was really fucking cool, man. Living in that neighborhood was really interesting, man. There was a lot of talented motherfuckers and it was kind of random, like you didn't know why, but everyone was good at shit. It it was it's not really just a town, it's like hard working motherfuckers. Super hard working, yeah. man. Cause every, you know what I you know what I think too? Everyone's parents were working. Yeah. Like there was no one there that had like a lot of people didn't really have stay at home parents a lot of people had parents that were working and shit and if you didn't then you had your friend whose parents were working everyone was working so like from a young age everyone was hustling at something man mm-hmm. at, it was very interesting to see how everyone was good at shit like we always had somebody from our neighborhood that was good at us like he got pro in skating pro at hockey pro at football pro at something like everyone was a fucking star i don't get it man yeah i mean fuck aaron pico he's probably the best athlete to come out of Whittier. Yeah, for sure, man. He's a beast, dude. He he, he should have won the Olympic trials. He lost by a uh, point deduction, which shouldn't have happened. Yeah, dude. So, I, I remember when his brother was dating my neighbor. It was hilarious, dude. It was fuck because he was, like, shorter than her, so I thought yeah. it was fucking funny. Because <laughs> I was like, I get you, dog. I'm always shorter than the bitches I date, too. Don't trip. But it's fucking, it's funny, man. Like, it's, the neighborhood is very, it's been very talented for a long time, man. It's a fucking trip. It started way back in like the eight, like Norma Garcia Parks from Whittier, dude. Is he really? Yeah. He's a Whittier I, guy. I had no idea. Great. He went to Bosco. Oh, shit. St. John Bosco? Yeah. No Which shit. Is, Pico went there too. Yeah, yeah, he went to wrestling, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So there's the crazy amounts of talent from Whittier, like La Habra, La Mirada, and I just, I don't even get it. It's fucking weird, yeah. man. Think about that, man. Where we came from. What I mean, a trip, dude. We're fucking 
15 miles from every freeway, too. So how the fuck do we get our resources? So I'm saying, dude, I always say, like, La Habra is a fucked up middle child from every other place in the world, <laughs> yeah. dude. Like, there's no freeways. We're just, we're all we got, yeah. you know? And everyone just figures it out. But, but it's, like, a very unique group because no one... No one does the same shit. Everyone does something different, man. Like, like I, had, I would have a buddy who's really, like I said, uh, we had Jeremy Ray on the podcast, pro skater at La Habra, super cool dude. And then we have Kyle, football player, you, hockey player. But everyone is a mile away from each other. Mm-hmm. It's fucking weird. It's weird as shit, what man. About Austin Gillette, remember that name? Dude, Gillette was a beast, man. Yeah, dude, Gillette, pro skater. I don't think he lives here anymore. I think he lives in like like Europe, I think, or something. Oh, like that. he was a pro skater like in beast. high school. Dude, yeah, he's my brother's. He's my brother's grade. And he's a he was a freak at skating. He yeah. was our Jeremy Ray because yeah. Jeremy Ray was the younger was the older generation's yeah. like star of the neighborhood. And Austin Gillette was like he was my brother's age. He graduated two thousand eight with all those other kids, but he's a fucking star, man. And it just it just always kept going. football was the biggest one. Though. I played hockey with him. No shit. Yeah, he's pretty good or what? I mean, I played until he was like twelve. No shit. And then like he turned like pro and skateboard like at sixteen. I was Damn like, man. I was like, yeah, don't play hockey anymore. This is way cooler. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> fucking. Killing it in fucking skate, man. Well, dude, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate Honestly, man. it, man. It's good to see an old faces again. Dude, straight up, man. I seriously haven't seen you since I was 13 years old. Yeah. It's 13 been a years while. old, man. I remember I remember I was like, I'm gonna go to high school and see Mitch, be fucking party and shit. And you were just gone. And I was like, oh shit. Well, fuck it. I gotta do what you gotta do, man. Well, but... unfortunately for you, this won't be the last time you see me. Hell yeah, dog. We'll be killing <laughs> it. Don't worry, man. Anyways, uh Alternate Take fans, thanks for tuning in, man. I really appreciate it. I'm glad you guys got something out of this, man. It's my boy Mitch. We've been friends since we were kids, man. And uh, I'm glad you guys are here with some some hockey knowledge and hear what it's like to be a fucking pro hockey player, man. Thanks for coming in, dude. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. Peace, bitches. And there it is, dudes. Our interview with the great Mitch Callahan from Whittier, California, bitch. Uh, thank you all for listening, dude. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. I, I really appreciate it, man. This uh, this podcast has been fun, man, and it just keeps getting more fun as as every uh, as every episode comes along here, dude. It's just you know, what are you gonna do, man? I'm happy that you guys are supporting and um, you guys are spreading the word. And um, I don't know what else can I say, man. Thank you guys. Uh, you guys can follow Mitch Callahan at uh, fuck, dude. I don't even know what the fuck his Instagram is. How unprepared am I, dude? See, you guys follow a fucking idiot podcast, dude. You guys are all fucking intellectually inferior. Oh, I'm looking up his thing here while I'm talking shit to you guys. Mitch Callahan. It's at mcalli, what's two L's, 15. mcalli15. You guys can catch up with all Mitch is doing lately. And obviously, this is Alternate Take, and you can follow me at Alternate Take DR. Um, This was fun, man. I'll see you guys in the next episode, dude. Peace. The sun is rising Most definitely A new day is coming People are changing Ain't it beautiful Crystal blue
Crystal blue persuasion 